Hello, fellow rebel capitals. Hope you're well. So this in the news, Texas, surprise, surprise, <laughs> just announced that they are trying to pass a bill or some politicians there are trying to pass a bill that would implement, that would set up a gold-backed digital currency for the state. Let's get right into this article from Zero Hedge and check out the details. Title, Texas Bill would create state-issued gold-backed digital currency. So this is really exciting stuff. There, there's a lot of nuance here. You guys know my position on this, and these politicians don't understand the monetary system at all. But I think once you get down to the local level, for me, this becomes a lot more interesting. And uh, I think a lot more doable. I don't know how this would play out. And I, I want to get through some of the plumbing here, which they talk about. And I, I haven't yet been able to tease through this whole idea. Maybe I'll do a whiteboard video on it next week. I don't know how possible this would be. And I, I don't know if it's realistic, if it's not. It's definitely not realistic at a, uh, at a, a federal level. Uh, we did a video yesterday that said you know gold would have to go up to $350,000 an ounce roughly. And there's so many logistical issues there that although it's on a zero probability, it's like super, super low. There would have to be, in my opinion, so, some sort of cataclysmic event in order for the U.S. to go back to a, a gold standard. But at a state level, I, I don't know. I, I, obviously, I think that they would still have to accept dollars. And I don't know the legality behind this. But assuming that it it would be legal, it, it's definitely interesting. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, even if it doesn't pass, like I've said before with these things, I think it's good to really raise public awareness. So getting into the nitty-gritty, enactment of this legislation would create an option for people to transact business in sound money. Set the stage to undermine the Federal Reserve's monopoly on money. So here's where they completely derail. So their their concept is great <laughs> and their intentions are very very good. But like I said, their their understanding of how the current monetary system works is just hashtag #epic fail. <laughs> but I'll give them a pass on that. They said uh it would create a viable alternative to a central bank digital currency. Yeah, we'll give them a pass there too. So Brian Hughes, Republican, introduces Senate Bill 2334. On March 10th, on March 10th, Zero Hedge, why are you just telling me about this now? <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Mark DeRazio, Republican, introduced a companion House Bill 4903 the same day. Uh, this legislation would require that a state comptroller establish a digital currency that is fully backed by gold and fully redeemable in gold or cash as well. So basically the how, how this would work. And my first question was, how the hell are they going to get the gold? But uh, they said that the citizens of Texas would have the ability, or the residents of Texas, would have the ability to just basically buy these digital currencies from, or digital currency units from Texas. And then Texas would take those dollars and buy gold, and then they would just store the amount of gold. So... Really, what we're talking about is just being able to trade shares of the, the PHYS, <laughs> that, which I don't know that that's a bad idea. 
But that's really what they're doing is they're just setting up a gold trust. So if you don't know what the PHYS, Jeff, I think I'm getting, or uh, Josh, I think I'm getting that acronym right, aren't I? That's the the Sprott Gold Trust. It's PHYS. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So they're basically just setting up a gold trust just like Sprott did. So you give them money, they go out in the market, they buy gold, they store the gold. Or it's just like their uranium trust. Pretty much the same concept. And then what you're just doing is they're just making those shares that you just purchased that are redeemable for gold. They're just turning those into legal tender. So I, my, my point there is I don't know why that wouldn't work at a state level. And uh, obviously it would be integrated and there would still be, I think things would still probably be priced in Federal Reserve notes, i.e. dollars. I'm not sure what they would call this. There might be, well, it would basically be like accepting Bitcoin where they would accept the Bitcoin and then that that vendor would have the option of holding the Bitcoin or quickly transferring it into dollars. But then it depends on your vendors and if they're using the gold. This is very interesting, to say the least. So I, I definitely need to think this through. But um, I, I like it a lot more at a local level than I do a federal level, just because of the the, the probabilities involved. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So here they start uh, talking about avoiding a central bank digital currency. And um, uh, they say this war on cash. I, I really, although it is true that we should stand up to try to defend the right to use cash, we should push back against a cash ban. I don't know that that completely solves the problem if you're looking at this from an Orwellian 1984 big brother type of standpoint because i think they're going to have to implement a point of sale software for the actual vendors because and most people really haven't thought this through but there is if you let's just say for a moment that tomorrow we woke up and they had a programmable central bank digital currency the one that we're all worried about uh the one that can track every single one of your purchases give you the social score the, the whole 1984 bit. Well, how, how would the, the, the government, how would the central planner get the information of what you bought? Right? They'd know that you went to Chipotle, but how would they know whether you ordered a burrito or you ordered to- tofu and a water? 
You see, that they wouldn't have that information unless that point of sale software changed that the vendor was using so that if you're using your digital wallet or you're using, uh, even if you're using cash, then that, that record of the transaction and what you purchased would go back to the central planners so they could pump that into their algorithm and that would crank out your social score in real time. See, so something has to happen there at the vendor level. And even if they did ban cash and do all these things where people were just able to pay with a digital wallet, that, that they would still have to incorporate that new interface with the businesses. So, and, and most people complete, that's a huge blind spot for them. And I, I don't think it should be because if it is a blind spot, they could start to roll that out and people aren't even going to realize that that's the foundation of a central bank digital currency. Same thing with what we talk about on this channel all the time with people moving their dollars from a bank to the Federal Reserve. Here they say the government could even turn off an individual's ability to make purchases. Right? How would they do that? This is what they just don't get into. The only way they could do that is if your dollars were a liability of the Fed. And right now that's illegal. So instead of worrying about all this stuff, and I, again, I'm, I'm not saying that this bill isn't good on net balance for sure. I think it is. I think it's great. But I, I want to make sure that people understand the plumbing so they know where the, the, the red flags are and what we should really be pushing back against. And you cannot have a central bank digital currency. It's not a central bank digital currency unless those currency units are a liability of the Fed. So there, that's already illegal. So what we really need to do first and foremost is make sure that they don't change or break that law. And people tell me all the time, well, George, well, you're splitting hairs, that that's not a big deal. Uh, yeah, it is. Because if people don't realize that that's the core component of a central bank digital currency, they can sit over here and be yelling, no CBDC, no CBDC, no CBDC, while over here in their blind spot, the Fed says, oh, hey, all these banks are going bust. Why don't you just move your dollars from Wells Fargo over to the Federal Reserve? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. Okay, yeah, yes, go ahead and do that. Sure, the Fed can't go bust. Yeah, I'll go ahead and set up an account with the Fed. But no CBDC, no CBDC. You can go ahead and, sure, move my dollars to the Fed's balance sheet. But whatever you do, don't implement that CBDC. We want to make that illegal. You see where I'm going with that? They, they're so hyper-focused on some sort of alternative currency that they wouldn't even realize if the Fed implemented it right under their nose because they don't have that, that level of understanding. That's why I always try to split those hairs. But getting back to the gold-backed digital currency for the state of Texas and a, and a really interesting idea. So then they start... Uh, Quoting Professor William Green, an expert on constitutional tender, said in a paper for the Mises Institute that when people in multiple states actually start using gold instead of Federal Reserve notes, it would effectively nullify the Federal Reserve and, and the federal government's monopoly on money. So here's where they completely derail, completely go off the rails. And I, I you know, I want to be clear, I, I really like the Mises Institute. And I think the guys and gals over there are incredible. But, um, not all, but some of them, I, I just don't, I just think this Federal Reserve and government having a monopoly on money 
has been this bumper sticker that has been repeated so many times that people just assume that it's true without even really thinking about it. As you guys know from watching my videos, I mean, we've been talking about this a lot. Let's just assume for a moment there's over $100 trillion on the balance sheets of global entities. So the aggregate global balance sheet has over $100 trillion. Understanding that fact alone, how can you say that the U.S. government has a monopoly on the dollar? How? how? Like, how do you get there? Go back to 2007. There was $40 billion in bank reserves and M2 just in the United States, not including the entire world. Just in the United States was $7.5 trillion. So in the world back in 2007, let's just say it was half of what it is today. $50 trillion were created, and the Fed had $40 billion in bank reserves that they created. How can you argue that the government had a monopoly on the dollar or the creation of dollars? It's just, um, once you just scratch beneath the surface, it's so crystal clear, and I just don't understand why the vast majority of people don't do that. So who does have a monopoly on money? The banks, period, end of story. They have a monopoly on the dollar. <laughs> now, the government can contribute to that, but... I mean, let's be honest here. So anyway, getting back to this. Over time, as residents of the state used both Federal Reserve notes, silver, and gold coins, uh, the fact that the coins hold their value more than the Federal Reserve notes do uh, will lead to a reverse Gresham's Law, where the good money chases out the bad money instead of vice versa. As this happens, a cascade of events can begin uh, to occur, including the flow of real wealth toward the state's treasury an influx of banking business from outside the states as people in other states carry out their desire to bank with sound money. And yeah, but again, conceptually, this is great. But if you had the choice, you the viewer right now, of borrowing to get your next mortgage in dollars, in fiat dollars, or in gold-backed dollars, which are you going to choose? <laughs> so... There's a little bit of a chicken in the egg here. <laughs> uh, that That's for sure. Now, it is true. Someone, well, they wouldn't do that. I was going to say that someone might just sell their house and only accept gold-backed dollars or gold-backed Texas coin or whatever. But then they, they could just switch it out for uh, dollars right after that to pay the rest of their bills. So, again, a lot of moving parts, a lot of variables here. Uh, clearly, the the politicians involved don't understand the monetary system. But to a certain degree, I don't think it matters. Because on net balance, I definitely applaud this. I think it's a super neat idea. And I'll, I look forward to kind of thinking it through in more detail to see how this would actually work at a local level. So exciting stuff. I mean, at the very least, they're getting the public to actually think about this stuff, which is definitely a positive. All right, guys, as always, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. It's Easter today, I believe. So uh, assuming that it is, happy holidays, happy Easter. And as always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. See you in the next video.